0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Getting you ready for today's sports day.
1: You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be that'll start this week.
2: While having a little fun along the way. It's always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure.
0: Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3.
1: I do want to remind you about a nifty little feature that we've got for you right now on uh, doublet ninety seven three dot com and one hundred seven the score dot com. Basically, it's uh, our our shows trimmed down to the best of the best. It's about it's our our podcasts, right? Sometimes our shows are entertaining, and you've got to listen to the whole three. Sometimes you can whittle it down to about forty five or fifty, and you get just like the just the, the center cut of the ribeye the cliff notes <laughs> the cliff notes right all the good stuff all the good stuff it's so like we
2: cut the the crust off the edges <laughs>
1: of the bread for you oh i kind of liked it when that was you know the case sometimes you cut the just the little crust off the edge mm-hmm. of the bread you know made made for the mm-hmm. sandwich just a little bit better uh, we have seven shows uh, that are available daily um on our podcast so go to double t973.com or 107thescore.com uh, well you'll find the podcasts that include the morning drive tech talk into the bench and uh, the bottom line uh plus uh, on a weekly basis uh Thetford Nashby and the Saturday morning quarterback along with ask level podcast all of those available so uh, just uh do that at your own leisure not on our time okay <laughs> well I mean I want to, I don't want to missing something spectacular here whether tuned into the podcast
2: that's very kind of you Joe. You very know, do Although, that like very after kind six of
1: o'clock at night didn't we
3: just say that the podcast is the trimmed down version of the show yeah that means there's stuff that we can trim out okay i uh, mean that's <clears throat> right that that's the way i understand that
1: yeah uh says says this happy boss's day yesterday jamie it's nice for you to have happy boss's day on a sunday I expect to hear arguing who the boss is now lol Uh, we get this. I agree, Jamie, the big 12 is really entertaining this year because the teams are also closely matched. Yeah. I just wish the playoff committee would see the same, but we all know they put more value on records of teams in top heavy conferences with no parity. Well, I mean, gosh, look at what happened in college football this weekend. Goodness. You know, with Tennessee knocking off number one and, and, uh, everything that just transpired, um, throughout the day. So it was, uh, it was quite, uh, quite an entertaining day of uh, college football on, uh, on Saturday.
2: Yeah, those two games were going on at the same time. The Oklahoma State, TCU, mm-hmm. and the Tennessee-Alabama one, flipping back and forth for the conclusion of both of those. That was some pretty good
1: drama. Uh, Clemson also eked out a win over Florida State, 34-28, to eked out maybe too much of a, maybe a bit of a stretch. Tennessee won 52-49 to over Alabama, and that was, uh, that was thrilling uh, all the way to the end. How about Utah knocking off USC uh, 43-42? Utes uh, number 20, SC number seven in the country. So, And then uh, Ole Miss uh, with a win over Auburn. And uh, you're Syracuse Orange, knocking off North Carolina State. How about that?
2: Yeah, that's that's, um, a little bit deceiving since North Carolina State lost their quarterback and apparently they can't throw the football anymore. Apparently their backup is horrendous. So that uh, good loss is going to end up looking bad because NC State looks terrible.
1: Okay, well. Yeah. I mean, that good win.
2: No good loss to NC State. Oh, the good. Loss. Loss. Oh, our good
1: loss to NC yeah. State. I got you. Yeah, I got you. It's um, going to
2: end up looking way worse because they're going to not be the same football
1: team. How about Kentucky? They uh, were winners over Mississippi State, twenty-seven to seventeen. That uh, Mark Stoops program just kind of continues to roll for the Wildcats. Sure mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, John Calipari was at the game, rooting on the Wildcats. You mean Coach Cal? <clears throat> Coach Cal, right? Yeah, Coach Cal. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach Cal. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was at the game. You know, cheering them on, so I don't know. There you go. Um, let's see here. This TCU is really quick on offense. Yes,
2: oh, that that one receiver is. We should definitely put a couple of guys on him.
1: <laughs> You're right. Can we play with twelve? Can we? Can we <laughs> petition the Big Twelve to pay, play with twelve? Uh, we get this. Yes, this is this is a true statement. We have been competitive in every single game thus far. We can win any saturday we play that's a true that's statement fair. yeah yeah unfortunately
2: uh, Dan- we also have to admit that we can also lose yeah because all those teams look like they're yes. decent uh
1: dana dallas asked chuck did you get a good rest with the bye week are you healed up and ready to go this week uh, i had another event saturday i was with uh, the kids from magic 1065 we had the king of the brown sound little joey la familia in, in town it was a highly entertaining uh, show Saturday the king night, King of what the King of the Brown Sound, Little Joe, Browns. the King of the Brown. I mean, that's that's what he goes by. He's an Emmy winner, he's a legend. He's guy's 82 years old and he was taking shots on stage on Saturday night at about midnight and performing like he was 42. I met some morning drive listeners there, had a couple of them, you know, a couple chatting with me. It's good, yeah. You know, I'm uh, glad
2: you didn't go talkless.
1: No, no. <laughs> talkless. No, come on, Jamie. You know me, man. I'm not going to go talkless. <clears throat> um, and uh, watched some baseball while that was going on. A couple of gals were really, really into the Astros. Uh,
2: How could you not be, man? Man, that that, that that
1: game was just. It, it was. It was. It was captivating. So, you know the the Seattle's man alive. Those are games that uh, that they lost to Houston in this uh, division series that just are going to live with them to but their the, to their graves.
2: The best sweep, the most entertaining sweep ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, all three of those no games doubt. were were fantastic. No and, doubt. And the Mariners probably feel like they could have won any of the three, yes. and they didn't. And credit the Astros for finding a way to get it mm-hmm. done. All that good stuff, but that was that was a great series. I mean, Jamie, were you as
3: frustrated with uh, as I was with yeah. I want to say it was like the 12th or 13th inning when they got the runner on first and second and their big power hitters up so the Astros move into the shift. And he he does what he does and 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 tries to hit one out and gets the out as opposed to squeaking a bunt down the left-hand side to score that cuz it was two outs. With a runner on second. He's moving on the on the pitch. He's scoring from second at that point. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can if you can get that done. I, yeah, I don't I don't.
3: I I understood why the Astros are in the shift there. I'm not anti shift in Major League Baseball. I think it's stupid they're getting rid of it. If we're trying to make offense better in all sports, let's make people over seven feet tall in the NBA not be able to jump anymore because it's not fair for people who are six foot five jump or dunk. No, they can still dunk, if, okay. but they can't jump. So if they can reach up there and put the ball in, which we've seen happen, that's fine. Right. That's where I put the getting rid of the shift. All you have to do is learn how to hit it the other way. But it like it felt like Seattle could have won the game right there. Okay. In that situation. And it was, no, 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 we're just going to try to hit this over the wall. And I realized that what they're doing all year long. But I was so frustrated to watch. Every time they saw the runner at second and Bregman basically shaking hands with him. I'm like, what are we doing here? Why is this game still going at this
2: point?
0: <clears throat> it's
2: the way baseball goes at this yeah. point, Jeff. Nobody's trying to do that.
1: Astros win it one nothing in 18 innings crazy crazy ball game Mm -hmm. and uh they'll take on the padres of san diego who win their series three games to one to the dodgers man Mm -hmm. oh man oh man
2: oh the 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 padres will play the phillies i'm sorry the astros in the american league i saw
1: the astros in the national (laughs) league i'm sorry you're right (laughs) phillies phillies knocked off the braves um which so you kind of look at this and go man phillies beat the braves uh padres beat the dodgers we're going to have a Really a, a newcomer to the World Series, relative newcomer, uh to the World Series. I mean the Phillies have won it before, obviously. Uh, but for a team that fired their manager, here they are, they find themselves mm-hmm. in the in the National League Championship series. And the Padres, who lost their biggest one of their biggest players because of, you know. See, I'm,
2: I'm I'm loving this because I didn't like the dudes attitude. Um Thought he was way too high on himself, and now his team is doing spectacular without him. Without him. I am loving it. I am loving it. I am totally pulling for the Padres.
1: And now uh, you're sitting on pins and needles, right, with this game five for the Yankees and the Guardians? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) We'll have that for you after the high school fan zone tonight. Weather permitting in the Bronx, apparently there's some uh, rainy weather that time of year in New York. So we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see who advances on to take on the former National League team, Houston Astros, in the American League Championship Series.
0: Uh, this Day in Sports History is next. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T97.3 FM or on the Double T97.3 mobile app.
1: Time for this day in sports history. Today is the 17th day of October 2022. Here is Jeff McGuire.
3: Going to start in 1956. Hmm. Because I didn't feel like talking about baseball players in 1800 getting eighteen hundred a salary. Uh, so the chess game of the century took place.
1: Oh, okay.
3: 13-year-old Bobby Fischer defeats uh, 1953 U.S. champion David Brine in the Wallen Memorial Tournament at the Marshall Chess Club in New York City. Hmm. 1964, New York Yankees catcher, uh, catcher. New York Yankees fire manager Yogi Yogi Berra. I don't know why catcher is even in this sentence. Well, he was Yogi one.
2: was a catcher,
3: right? He was a catcher. Yeah, but he was was he a player manager? I thought he was just the manager at that point. Well, I don't know. I don't know why the word catcher. I'm so lost in my own writing. 1968, U.S. Men's 4 by 100 freestyle relay team of Zach Zorn, uh, Stephen Reich. Ken Walsh and Mark Spitz swim a world record 331-7 to outlast the Soviet Union and Australia to win the gold medal in the Mexico City Olympics. 1971 Baseball World Series, Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Baltimore Orioles 2-1 at Memorial Stadium to claim the championship. Four games to three. Pirates outfielder Roberto Clemente, your MVP. That was a Sunday
1: afternoon. I ended up in the hospital that day. Well, at the hospital.
2: I hope you were okay.
1: Uh, we, I got tackled out of bounds in, in neighborhood football. So,
2: <laughs> hope they tossed that guy.
1: <laughs> no, th- Three game suspension for think him. We're grounded from Simon Conroy for a period of time, but it, it all yeah. ended.
2: <laughs> Conroy kids. <laughs>
3: Nineteen seventy four. The New Orleans Jazz begin a twenty eight game road losing streak. Mm. 1982, Robin Yount is the first... Yount. Yount? You
2: said
1: Yount. Yount. I don't
3: think I've ever heard it that way before.
1: It's Robin Yount. Huh. (laughs) Well, I don't know who you've been around.
3: (laughs) I've, I've been one... I have like a thousand his baseball cards, huh? Well, okay. Robin Yount. So... Um, yeah, he's the first to have two four hit games in a World
2: Series. Hmm. That's a pretty good series right there. Hmm. 1989. <laughs> he's doubting
3: me. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yes, my mind is blown. There's a different, a completely different philosophy here because mm-hmm. both you and Chuck are agreeing. Therefore, I have to be wrong. Uh, <laughs> 1989 earthquake in San Francisco on a 6.9 Richter scale cancels the third game of the World Series. Wow. Ultimately, 67 people would lose their life to the earthquake.
2: Oh, man.
1: Al Michaels was just terrific that night with his just knowledge of San Francisco, and he he went from play-by-play guy at the World Series to news broadcast, because they were showing all the helicopter shots, and I mean, Michaels knew all the back streets and whatnot. That's that building. That's that building. That's that building. He was... And he was awesome.
3: I'll never forget the pictures of that bridge. Mm-hmm. That had collapsed on itself. Yeah. That,
1: that was... That was something.
3: 2000. Major League Baseball, American League Championship. New York Yankees beat the Seattle Mariners four games to two. Is this the 117-win Mariners team, Jamie? 2000?
2: The Yankees knocked him out? Yeah. Yes.
3: Ha-ha. I got one thing right today, at least. <laughs> it's National Pasta Day. Okay. Happy birthday to Marshall Mathers is 50. You may know him as Slim Shady.
1: Okay. I know also, who he is now.
3: Also Eminem.
2: That's where the Eminem part comes from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. You may know him as Slim Shady. <laughs>
3: Alan Jackson, 64, and John Rocker, 48. And on this day in 1973, the Arabian dominated Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, also known as OPEC, announces a decision to cut oil exports to the United States and other nations that provided military aid to Israel in the Yom Kippur War of October 1973. According to OPEC, exports would be reduced by 5% every month until Israeli Israeli act Evacuated the territories occupied by the Arab Israeli War in 1867. Arab. (laughs) The the A R A B. You tell me what else you would want me to call that.
1: It's just funny how you said that. It was just just, funny. It was just funny. I'm
3: just going with what I got here. In December, a full oil embargo was imposed against the United States and several other countries, prompting a serious energy crisis in the United States and other nations dependent on foreign oil. And that. Is this day in sports history. (laughs)
1: All right. So if you're uh, tired of playing games with your radio stations that you feel like you're competing against everybody from Sheboygan to Schenectady, uh, you don't have to do that here. That really is a place. (laughs) That really is a place. You're uh, you're just competing against Joe down the street with our uh, secret word of the day. Okay, so this is the time of day that we give a secret word as we've teamed up with The Home Zone, where they make your house a home every single day but Sunday because they want you to spend time at home, in your home. All right? Okay. Good. We're going to give away $10,000 on November the 18th. Obviously, the more times you enter, the more chances you have to win. That makes sense, right? It does. Okay? It does. So uh, today is the uh, 17th day of October, 2022. And the secret word is ravens, ravens, R-A-V-E-N-S, ravens. They did not have a good ending to their day yesterday, but today they're the secret word at 6.51-ish.
2: You cannot type in terrible late pass by Lamar Jackson late across the middle of the field (laughs) and win. You have to put ravens in.
1: Right, ravens, R-A-V-E-N-S. Without dollar signs for Lamar Jackson, who wants lots of them. I guess he'll get them. He will. I guess he'll get them.
2: He is. He's a conundrum, in my opinion. Yeah. He's. he's I mean, I still think he's very, very good. I mm-hmm. just. I don't know. I'm just not sold on him.
1: Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha.
2: Well, I, I but he is an amazing athlete.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey uh I wanted Looks to ask- like
2: he could be a stud at like any sport. I bet he's got some serious wiggle on the uh, basketball court oh, too.
1: Some serious wiggle? Yeah. Okay. Do, mm-hmm. do you, could you make him a tennis player?
2: Oh yeah. yeah oh, I absolutely. To, okay. I
3: absolutely.
1: wouldn't want to face him in ping pong.
2: Ping pong?
3: I would not want to face okay. him in ping pong. Mhm. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, I had this on my list of things to ask you about today. The the way that these uh, championship, these division series have been played so far with, you know, the Padres beating the Dodgers and and uh, the way that the Astros won, like you said earlier, the Mariners could have won of any of those three and the, it goes 18 innings and it's one nothing and it's just compelling, thrilling, sit on the end of your seat kind of baseball. Is that good for baseball? Or do you think people, there the, the are some that will go, oh, what a terrible, terrible division series? Because I loved it.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to say as far as there are close games with high drama. I guess if you're somebody that only wants to see runs, you say I don't didn't sure. enjoy it. Sure. And I guess you're the same people that wants to see every football game be 56-52. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't
1: you make maybe it swings some people back to the other side that hey, a one nothing baseball game can be pretty exciting.
2: Yeah. I, I you know I just people don't like baseball and I get it and I don't think good postseason games are gonna change that okay. or not good postseason games uh, people just don't like the sport because it's slow and there's a lot of downtime and I understand I I mean I, I get it it's I love it I enjoy it I don't have to have information flashing in front of my face every single second I don't need action every single second. Um, we're just made different than we used to be mm-hmm. when baseball was a very popular sport and you kinda enjoy the beauty of its pace and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But we're we're made differently as people now. We can't we can't watch a sporting event or a television show without our phone in our hand, looking up stats and doing all that kind of stuff and getting in text groups with our buddies to comment on every single play. We just we just we take in sports differently than we used to mm-hmm. and I, I, I mean I don't think you can ever make this generation love love baseball. It's just not going to happen. And so, whether it was good or bad for baseball, if you're a baseball fan, you were entertained by it. And that's if fair. you're not a baseball fan, you weren't entertained by it. It's not yeah. going to change.
1: Yeah, that's probably fair. I was hoping you were going to say something else, but you're you're probably spot on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I bet you say that to yourself a lot. <laughs>
1: no, <was> no. Really <laughs>
2: hoping Jamie would be more entertaining <laughs> no, today. No, no. I
1: think you were. I think you were spot on. I just was. I was hopeful that maybe some people would go, oh man, that was just, that was awesome, saw
0: some stuff there on uh, Saturday night. You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports.
1: A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at eight. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight.
0: And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah.
1: It I mean, impressive.
0: Yeah, was it fascinating?
1: It was. I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean,
0: <laughs> hear the show live weekday mornings at six on Double T ninety seven three or on the Double T ninety seven three mobile app.
1: Uh, there was uh, concern about the cacti uh, that we have here on the anchor desk. We've uh, retrieved it from outside. It gets a uh, it gets a drink and some sunshine uh, during the weekend. That's good. Okay, so Jeff is uh, Jeff and Mike Gustison are the. Uh, Caretakers for the cacti. Okay. Okay. So they're they're good caretakers.
3: They were in a different spot <clears throat> than they normally when they come in. I wasn't awake enough to look.
1: Uh, let's see here. From the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, my friend Elmer says this: Move Donovan Smith to a Crabtree receiver. What do you think about that? Do you, I wonder, and I wonder how he would feel about that.
2: That's what I think about it does it i mean it's only if that's what donovan smith wants to do Yeah, i mean if he'd rather be a backup or a third string quarterback or would he rather be a guy that i mean it's not quite that easy sure it's like correct. oh you're a good athlete oh so you can immediately go be over great, there and play x y, go Z, and we'll start whatever. your receiver yeah. next week yeah. i mean you probably need to work at it a little <laughs> right. bit right or <laughs> right. he hasn't running been running around a lot of routes and you know, learning timing kind of like with job. the quarterbacks. Can't walk suit.
1: in off the street, you know, and and uh, oh, really? sit, sit, sit in sitting Jamie's <laughs> chair. <laughs> Probably could sit in mine, but I mean, not not in Jamie's because that's a that's where the logical, smart uh, <laughs> stuff comes from. That chair.
2: No, <clears throat> you're the one that's got the hard work. I just I just comment on things you say.
1: Yeah, which I don't know so, that, that mm-hmm. seems pretty difficult to me. Seems like
2: the luck, <laughs> seems like the lucky lady would be perfect for this job. <laughs>
1: She feels like she's got enough sports in her life as opposed to sitting down and talking to me for three hours a day. All right, uh, we get this question. I I, I agree with you, and I wonder if... I wonder if... I mean, his dad is an NFL coach. Let's just keep that in mind. At what point in time does, does father say to son, hey, kiddo, I realize you really like being QB1 there at Texas Tech, but your path to the NFL may not be through the quarterback spot. If I'm if I'm advising you like a coach, even though I'm a running backs coach, if I'm advising you like a coach, I'm advising you, let's go play another position. And uh, let's go somewhere and play in the National Football League for 10 years or eight years. And you can make a lot of money. You can be set for life. And um, yeah, you're not going to be the starting quarterback at Texas Tech. But you're going to be a serviceable receiver for 8 to 10 years in the National Football League potentially potentially
2: right it doesn't act like it's a slam dunk no he's, it's not so slam dunk he's not the first athletic guy
1: no he's not that we've
2: ever had step on yeah. our campus just mm. just cuz he's a good athlete doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be a 10 year pro in the NFL but mm-hmm. um does it feel like he would have a chance to do that if he moved to wide receiver yeah, possibly yeah possibly
1: uh red Raider 2 guns has asked uh what are people seeing in Morton that I am not? Why do people think he's the future? He also says that he is shocked that people want Donovan Smith to switch positions.
2: I don't I don't know why he's shocked. I mean, you can look at his skill set and feel like, well, it makes sense, sense that if he's not the starting quarterback or he's not a key guy at the quarterback position that he could possibly help you there. So mm-hmm. I, I think it makes sense why people... Question or wonder about that, but again, as I said, that's totally up to Donovan Smith whether that's something that he wants to do, sure, or I mean, sure. he may just say, "You know what? I love playing quarterback. I have no desire to be a wide receiver. If I'm not playing quarterback, I don't want to play football." Mm-hmm. Then and maybe, maybe that's the way he is. I, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I have I have no clue. Mm-hmm. But I just think um, people looked at Morton as a guy who um, who took care of the ball better than Donovan Smith, mm-hmm. and a young guy who. Maybe made his quicker his decisions a little bit quicker. Now I think we need to tap the brakes a little bit on Barron because we also saw Donovan play a lot of games that he was really good in too. Sure, but then we saw some struggles at times. So let's see if and this you know freshman can can be consistent and and with defenses. Now the defenses have seen him a little bit, like they can game plan for him mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So I mean, let's not you know, make him the next Tom Brady yet. Okay. But let's, <laughs> you know, let's see how he adjusts to the adjustments that are made to him.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm also curious uh, today when Coach McGuire meets with the media, uh, status of Miles Price. Hopefully the, the bye week um, has helped him get as healed up as he can. Um, and then also uh, Adrian Fry, what's, what's his status look like? Because, you know, the thought was he was going to play a lot more against, I think, at least – that was the indication it seemed like that he was going to play more against Oklahoma State than what he did. And how mm-hmm. much does that help things change things? And does Xavier White's remain as the um, punt returner? That may that may be that may look like a job that he has won. Um, and if Fry's not a hundred a hundred that you I would want.
2: Miles, I thought Miles Price was really good at it
1: too. Well, and but I mean he's been but he's been dinged. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been dinged, too. So, uh, And as far as uh, the defense, defense, <clears throat> and I mean, I'm knocking on wood here. I'm not totally aware of the injury report because they don't necessarily do one other than what he says. Um, seems to be pretty healthy. So maybe the week off just helps them with bumps and bruises and, you know, soreness and, you know, get some fresh wheels underneath them. Seems like the bye week, Jamie. Seems like the bye week came at a good time. I would agree. Seems like the bye week came at a good time.
3: You mean after five straight games, after taking on a ranked opponent, it was a good time to have a day off?
2: No way. Uh, Let's see, Raiders did. Or the fact that all three of your quarterbacks were injured?
1: Sure. No way. (laughs) Sure. But bye week came at a good time. It did. It took me an hour. Halfway
3: through your season? No way. I
1: mean, it took me an hour and 22 minutes to get to it. But, I mean, you know, I think i showed great restraint on that (laughs) to be fair
3: to be fair to you chuck it took you a week an hour and 22 minutes to get to it
2: yeah (laughs) are you gonna ask him that question today no no
1: i don't think so i don't know that i really have any just you know aching in my bones questions for him today Mm -hmm. i think i might just be a a casual observer today Mm -hmm. i don't know let me think of something that just really kind of stands out to me. It, um, do you have any like-
2: Ask him if he, there was a strategy for scheduling the bye week then.
1: yeah, You know, you, know, you asked one strategy question in your life and here we are 10 years no, later. No, 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 and no. And it's, no, it's, no. still, it's still coming
0: back it's to hunt. It's
2: not you. one strategy. You can ask all the strategy, like tell us what was mm-hmm. the strategy, that's fine. Yeah. But asking Coach Kingsbury if there was
1: a strategy- <clears throat> If there was.
2: If there was no Chuck, we we flipped a coin.
1: <laughs> hey, that could he be a strategy. Was, he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> he knew what I was talking about. I don't have the. We don't have that clip. I don't think anymore. Not for quite some time. Yeah, we don't have that clip. Uh, let's see, Chuck. I'll bet all the money in my pocket. You can't be just be a casual observer. <laughs> How much money you've got in your pocket? Do you carry cash? <laughs> Jamie probably.
2: I'll throw mine in there
1: too. <laughs> Jamie's not a betting man, but he'd probably throw his in there as that well. That seems
2: like easy money there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Raiders dad says this. Pump the rakes, Charles. He's less than ten games into his college career. He's played all of one year of high school quarterback. I think he has a lot of potential. That being said, I don't think right now he's the best quarterback on the roster.
2: I I agree with all of that, and again, I also go back to. What was the stat through his first eight starts that six of them were against top 25 teams yeah. mm-hmm. and
1: Something
2: I, like that. and I think he won four of them. I think that was the stat so I mean I think there's a lot of potential there too I, I if I'm him i don't if I'm him, I don't know that I'm giving up on playing quarterback if if at the end of this season, Texas Tech says to him. Coach McGuire, Coach Kitley, whoever, it looks like you're the third string guy, and it appears that at the end of the year, or maybe they don't even have to say it, it looks like he's the third string guy. I'm not thinking uh, I'm going to move to tight end or wide receiver. I think I'm thinking I'm going to find somewhere else to play quarterback. NC
1: State may be a place for me, or wherever.
2: I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. That's yeah. what I, I would. If I was him, that's what I probably would be thinking. Okay. But maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe he loves Lubbock and Texas Tech so much that, like, whatever I can do to help here, that's what I want to do.
1: His parents moved away and he stayed here, so that's good. It's mm-hmm. a good sign. All right, <clears throat> seven twenty-five this morning. You got a question for me? hmm Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, good question for yourself. <laughs> it's a daily question for Jamie. Why, why am I here? Uh, 7.25 this morning on The Morning trip because you enjoy us so much, right? What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> oh, what have I done to deserve this?
2: <laughs> it's one of my favorite 80s
1: songs. Uh, question of the Day is next, this morning on Double T 97.3.
0: Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast. From Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games.
2: If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 football conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference? if Tech does not win it this year.
0: Well, busting some chops along the way.
1: I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We
2: spend three hours a day, five right. days a week I together. Know. Why yeah. Why would yeah. we need to communicate
0: during the weekends?
1: <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We know. We, say, we do. We save it for the show.
0: To tune in to The Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right. Question of the day, sir.
2: Man, I thought we were going to get a cool lady song there. And instead, we got the Copacabana. <laughs> Sorry. Disappointed with our producer right yeah. now, Chuck.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, this a swing a miss. It's right Monday. Then.
2: Yeah. All right. I do have a question. I talked to you earlier about the fact that I think this Big 12 conference is really, really fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It feels like on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. I'm right. having a blast watching not just the Red Raiders games, but the rest of the conference games sure. are all mm-hmm. very competitive and, and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's good that um, it feels like everybody's good enough to, to beat just about anyone. But my question for you today is, I want you to look ahead to the end of the season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Who's going to play for the Big 12 championship?
1: okay uh, let's see right now we've got uh, tcu and k-state that are at the top at six and oh and five and one respectively uh plus uh, texas and oklahoma state are right there okie state is five and one and texas is five and two um ku is five and two ku is is i think cinderella the ball is over okay she's they've turned into pumpkins
3: if they weren't ku uh
1: ku i'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you were talking about KSU Then my apologies. Yeah. KU turned into a pumpkin. Uh, I don't think anybody else has a chance to be uh, in the in the discussion for the Big Twelve championship as of now. Sooners are four and three. Iowa State three and four. Tech three and three. Baylor three and three. West Virginia three and three. I think I don't think the conference championship will be from. I think it's now between four teams. Okay, TCU, K State, Texas, and Oklahoma State. I, I think we're going to see um, a rematch of TCU and Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game.
2: Okay.
3: If you'd asked me before this week, I would have a different answer than I do today. <laughs> like, completely. Because uh, the for what I saw with my own eyes before, mm-hmm. I thought that Oklahoma State was better than Kansas State. And I thought Oklahoma State was the class of the conference. With what Texas has done with their starting quarterback and with what TCU did against Oklahoma State, I've got TCU and Texas in the Big 12 championship, and I almost want to vomit a little bit in my mouth when I say
2: that. (laughs) That'll be one I won't watch. (laughs) And yours was
3: Uh,
1: Oklahoma
2: State and TCU, so you both have TCU in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I... Boy, this goes against what we (laughs) saw this weekend, but I'm going with Oklahoma State and Texas.
1: Oh, okay. pair of orange teams. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay yeah also won't watch that one <laughs> but uh yeah I I think uh it
1: does go a little against what you said earlier about Texas and their game against Iowa State yeah they
2: like mean, just Texas I I think Texas clearly is a team that at times just doesn't get up doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't get going because they can look really good at times but boy did they kind of lay an egg offensively against Iowa State. That should have never happened. Or maybe we need to give Iowa State's defense some credit. I mean, we talked about them giving up just the 24 points sure. in two games, and then they give up, what, 24 more in this one. But, um, man, that uh, – yeah, I just – I think Texas, to me, has a really big upside. I think they're a better team with Ewers in there. And I think Oklahoma State is the best team in the conference. I think they just I, – I think – they played TCU at TCU 10 times. They're winning eight of the 10. I just think they got, they, you know, let it slip away at the end there. I think they're the better team. I do think TCU is a good football team. I really do. Both offensively and defensively, they can make plays. Kansas State, I, I mean, it's hard to criticize them too much. I just don't think they have the upside of those other three teams.
1: Okay. You know TCU in that game against Oklahoma State rushed for 224 yards, passed for 286. They had 510 yards of offense. Had 510 yards of offense, yet three of 13 on third down, 0 of one on fourth down. <laughs> That's crazy. And they had they had 27 first downs in the game mm-hmm. to uh, Oklahoma State's 19. Uh, by the way, you'd be you'd be proud of the young phenom on Saturday uh, afternoon evening. As he was getting ready to leave and I was leaving, he was uh, letting me, he wanted to know, hey, just let me know if the copycats lose. That's what he called them, the copycats. Let me know if the copycats lose. I'm like, why? Who told you to call them the copycats? And he said, you did. He goes, you told me that they copycat everything that we do. (laughs) He goes, they do the gun thing, they have the horse, they have this, they have that. He goes, the copycats. Just let me know if the copycats lost. I was was proud of him for just referring to Oklahoma State as the copycats. He has no chance. I was really proud of him. Mm -hmm. 43-40, copycats lose to uh, TCU in double overtime. Uh, Let's see. Oklahoma State versus UT will be a knockout game this weekend. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. Um. Uh, 85 in West Texas, Desert Breeze at kickoff on Saturday. Can't beat it with a stick.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: That'd be a nice... Uh, should be a nice afternoon, I mm-hmm. would think, for, for college football there at uh, Jones Stadium. Uh, here's the games. Uh, Kansas and Baylor, uh, they'll play at 11 in Waco. Then West Virginia and Tech at 2. At 2.30, it is... Uh, Texas and Oklahoma State, and then uh, Kansas State and TCU uh, will play at seven o'clock. Okay, that's the lineup for this weekend, in terms of uh, the Big Twelve. It's a good one. Yeah. I mean, each
2: feels like each and every week they're yeah. fun games.
1: Yeah, no, no kidding. No? no kidding. Yeah, no. It's a, uh, latest. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> latest top twenty-five. Uh, features georgia at one ohio state two tennessee three michigan four and clemson five tcu is up to number eight oklahoma state drops three places to 11 Uh, also in the top 25 kansas state they stay flat at 17 texas is up two spots to number 20 cincinnati is uh, number 21 in the poll and utah is at 15 they may they may be in the big 12 cincinnati will be in the big 12 next next year and that's it as far as the uh, newcomers and the uh and the current current big 12 current 10 Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so four to come uh somebody says what time do you think the west virginia game will be it'll be at two o'clock they've already announced that the question is what time is the baylor game going to be
2: We'll find out later today. Do you think so? We usually find out a, a week in advance on Monday. Okay. Yeah, you,
1: so I don't yes. think they'll put it on their
3: six-day window.
2: Yes, I
1: think so. Okay. You think we'll find out later today. All right. 7.38 this morning here on the morning drive. Somebody says, copy cows. Uh, Raiders dad, I've watched a handful of Oklahoma State games this year. It drives me crazy that Xavier Benson is on their team. He has a really nice piece. He was starting here as a, at Tech as a freshman. Would love to have him here. There's a million of those guys out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They moved around from here, there, and everywhere. What are you going to do? Pay more money, I guess, but I don't know. <laughs> At this point in time.
2: That's fun.
1: What's Well, it's about, it's, fun. it's about all you can do. Hey, did you see... I just thought this was a crazy number. So Michigan played Penn State. I, I got to think some of those linebackers from old linebacker, you are rolling in their grave or, you know, in their... Workplaces today probably spitting nails. Michigan ran 418 yards against Penn State this weekend. 418 yards.
2: And didn't I see where they hadn't given up that many combined in their first, in the last four games or whatever?
1: Okay, I didn't, yeah. I hadn't seen that stat, but man, how about that? That's just a, it's a big number. That's a, that's a big number. And Michigan won, they rolled Penn State 41 to 17. Uh, Michigan 7-0. and It looks like that Harbaugh guy has got it going for Michigan. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. Michigan pounded out 28 first downs, 563 yards in total offense, 418 on the ground, and allowed 111. Woo! Woo! Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas
0: and humor Sure
1: to tell them that you you suggested that (laughs) and of course that got a big laugh
0: this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 catch the show live weekdays from six to nine on double t 97.3 fm or on the double t 97.3 mobile app
1: thank you for being with us today on Lubbock sports station double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com Cowboys uh, fall yesterday 26 17 but man Jamie I just continue to be impressed with the with the defense for the Cowboys I mean especially when especially when a team gets spotted basically 20 points because of your offense and to hold them to six points um in the second half is, is impressive Eagles scored 20 in the second quarter and then just one touchdown in the in the fourth and then they held them t- they went for a two-point conversion uh and did not get it and Cowboys uh win the game or lose the game 26 to 17 but i mean the Eagles started at the Dallas they had drives that started at the Dallas 44 that resulted in a touchdown the Dallas 34 that resulted in a field goal and the Dallas 46 that resulted in just a field goal to give them a, a twenty to nothing lead there in uh, at the half a so twenty to three lead at the half because the Cowboys then got a big return out of Cavante Turpin he had a nice punt return in the ball game too he had a kickoff return of sixty three yards unfortunately the drive stalled at the twelve there was an absolute circus catch by Noah Brown he was he was out they they called it a touchdown they reviewed it he was out. Um, there was no question then Maher kicks a field goal with twenty nine seconds left before the half. But you know, just if, if the if they can get their offense kind of rolling with Dak again, there there's no question that the Cowboys could make a little bit of a run here and, and a run in the playoffs, especially with the way the defense has been playing.
2: There's a chance that, you know, if Dak comes back and you get the offense going a little bit better, then then you could be a much better Better team, I think that you know you look at that matchup with the Eagles, and you know at home later on in the season, and feel like that's a going to be a big big decider. I mean, that mm-hmm. could decide the division, you know, could decide uh, you know if you, you need obviously a little bit of help, but it could decide the division and and you know put you in a good spot for a home field uh, contest in the in the postseason. So I don't, I don't think there's any reason to. To be bailing on your hope for the Cowboys after after mm-hmm. last night.
1: Uh, Zeke ran uh, thirteen times for eighty-one yards, averaged six point two a tote. Uh, his longest was for fourteen. I, I thought he ran the ball really well last night. Um, at times, uh, I also thought, for the most part, that Cooper Rush wasn't under just extreme duress. You know mm-hmm. that the, I think the Cowboys' line has proved themselves to be very serviceable. Um, during this time, when he's been the quarterback, Tony Pollard ran it uh, eleven times for forty-four yards uh, last night. Uh, I really um, like this tight end that they've got, uh, Jake Ferguson. Um, he's from Wisconsin. Caught his first uh, touchdown uh, as an NFL player last night. Uh, he looked he looked good. Four receptions for forty yards. Maybe CD Lamb is coming around. He caught five balls for sixty-eight. He was targeted ten times. Um, I don't know. That just—I I feel like I said, even though they lost last night, twenty-six to seventeen, I feel like that this is a team that uh, can go places uh, this season.
2: Yeah, I—I'm. It'll be interesting. I mean, you look at some of the games yesterday where you saw teams that were. I mean, for example, I mean, the Buccaneers are a team that we think is one of the better yep. in the NFC, and, and they fall to the Steelers. And help me out here, Chuck. There was another – oh, the, the Jets Jets yeah. beating the Packers. Yeah,
1: shocking and, at Green and, Bay.
2: And the Packers are another team that we felt like – I mean, is the AFC that much better than the NFC this year? Is it? I mean, is it the Eagles and nobody else? Well I mean the Vikings look like they're pretty good.
1: The Vikings the Vikings do look like they're pretty good. And and the Giants, I mean, they won yeah, at that's home. Right. They won at home against the Ravens, you know, and you know, Lamar Jackson. And then, you know, um but the, the Saints fall to the Bengals at home. Uh, that that's not that's Yeah, not good
2: but for them. I'm but I'm I don't count the Saints as a contender. No, 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 no I just yeah.
1: but I mean losing but especially with, I mean, it looks like Cincinnati, maybe they're, maybe they kind of get, figured it there. out. Yeah. Um, 49ers lost at Atlanta uh, 28 to 14. I kind of thought they were kind of, the Packers lost to the Jets was really shocking to me.
2: Yes, I would completely agree.
1: You know, that that was really shocking. All right. So how about your Bills? I mean, 24 to 20, they went at Arrowhead yesterday. Um, I know they won their last year uh, in the regular year and then lost in the playoffs. But man, it just, it just seems like, they have it uh, pretty much really together, especially with Josh Allen. I mean, the the touchdown throws that he threw were just man, they were just outstanding. Um, twenty seven to forty was Allen, three hundred twenty nine yards, three touchdowns. And What can you say about Stephon Diggs? I mean, he is just an absolute, just beast.
2: And I and I guess I I will say to you every single thing that you say about the Bills, I'll throw right back at you at the Chiefs. Okay. Buffalo basically made one more play than the Chiefs did yesterday until Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are dead. um, They're they're the favorite. I'm sorry. It's the way it is. And so Buffalo, you know, maybe sets themselves up to maybe this game will be in in Buffalo this year in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But, you know, until Mahomes is the king and the Chiefs are, you know, it's. Mm They're the top dog. And Buffalo can win in the regular season, uh, but until they get past them in the postseason, it, it doesn't matter.
1: That, that's fair. Uh, and you know, the Chiefs did score in 12 seconds uh, right before half.
2: It's super fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, that it seems
2: to become a habit.
1: habit, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got their field goal kicker back, Harrison Butker, although he missed one. He missed a 44-yarder, um, but he hit a 62-yarder. Uh, into the wind that probably looked like it could have gone it was kicked high up into the net too so who knows that thing could have they didn't give us the next gen stat on that as to how far it would have gone uh didn't get that so but it appeared that it could have been 65 plus at least um he he nailed it um but mahomes threw a couple interceptions the chiefs were one of two in the red zone. Bills were 2 of 4 in the red zone. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, Buffalo had had chances to
2: turnover and a turnover mm-hmm. on downs mm-hmm. in the red zone too.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Jones got away with uh it'd be interesting to see if he gets fined for tripping Josh Allen. It sure looked like a trip. I don't well, I don't think so. You don't think you don't, what, you don't think it was a trip or you don't think it was Well, he
2: definitely tripped
1: on his foot,
2: but I think when I think of a trip I think of a guy sticking his leg out oh, it sure where like his it. body is not. I mean, his leg jumped in that direction, mm-hmm. but he still had his arm reaching in that direction mm-hmm. too. Um, I, I I would have a hard time finding somebody over that.
1: Okay. Do you yeah. think he should have been called for a penalty for that? No. Okay. No.
2: Okay. Because you could very easily say that he was just throwing that leg out to try to stop him because his arm was reaching too. Mm-hmm. His arm. When you think of tripping, you think of a guy, you know, where his foot's way out in front of the rest of his body. That was not what was going on. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, I think he attempted to do anything he could to get him down and sure. threw the leg out there, but his his arm was right there too. So I I, I, I thought they got it right.
1: Josh Allen's just a massive individual. Six five, two thirty seven. Sure, he sure looks he looks bigger than two thirty seven, but man, he's. And then his leaping over that one dude, he looked like a hurdler. He looked like Ronaldo Nehemiah. Mm. Remember that guy? I do. <laughs> the hurdler. Yeah. A, I mean he Ronaldo Nehemiah went over like multiple hurdles I and mean, Josh Allen went over one. I'm not mm-hmm. sure that he could beat him in a hurdles race, but um anyway, he looked he was he was impressive. Um but now it gives, you know, Mahomes and company some I guess motivation for the future. Um chiefs were without a couple of their defensive backs yesterday so they they had uh they had some inexperience back there and josh allen made a pay made him he made him pay but he threw absolute darts i'm not sure anybody that was could have could have knocked down a couple of those those passes yesterday uh eight twenty-four uh this morning on the morning drive tonight we'll have monday night football chargers play host to the denver broncos that follows the cowboys hour the uh Chargers playing, of course, now at SoFi in Los Angeles. And then uh, we'll have the high school fan zone on 100.7, the score. Coaches from Estacado and Coronado. Both those teams were winners over the weekend. So they'll be uh, happy to talk about their teams and uh, what lies ahead this week. And then we'll join the Guardians and the Yankees from the Bronx tonight. This is Game 5. Winner winner continues. Gets to play the Houston Astros in the American League Championship Series. Loser is going to pack up. I did see a report this morning that uh, Dave Roberts will be back as the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. They won 111 games. As he he should be. But man alive. It was uh, was a bitter pill to swallow from what happened to uh, them against the San Diego Padres. Many point the blame at Dave
0: Roberts for his use of the bullpen or how he used them. But uh,
1: players got to play, too.
0: You've been listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to www.tt973.com.